This is a podcast of the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Today we speak with Dr. Claire Palace about her research on gastrointestinal cancers. Morning. Good morning. Why is it important to study gastrointestinal cancers? Gastrointestinal cancers are malignant tumours that occur in the digestive system. So these organs are responsible for more cancers and thereby more cancer deaths than any other system in our bodies. We are interested in all types of gastrointestinal cancer, but particularly our lab is focused on tumours that occur in the pipe that joins the throat to the stomach, the esophagus. What is Barrett's esophagus and why can it cause esophageal cancer? So Barrett's esophagus is a common non-cancerous condition. It's characterised by a change in the cells that line the esophagus. So rectangular cells that we normally see in the intestines replace the flat cells that normally line the esophagus. And this change happens in response to damage to the esophagus lining um, by stomach acid, which, um, is, which the esophagus is exposed to during periods of reflux. So cancer can occur in Barrett's esophagus when the cells become abnormal and start to grow out of control. But 95 to 99% of people with Barrett's esophagus will never go on to develop a type of esophageal cancer called adenocarcinoma. However, it is a risk factor. How can genome sequencing help identify the risk? So um, by examining um, the um, genetic sequence of large numbers of people, we can compare those sequences, compare those codes, and identify positions in the genome that vary. We can then go on to see whether the variants are at a higher frequency in people with a disease, such as esophageal cancer, and people without a disease. Um, by, um, at the moment, we understand very um, few of the genetic causes of most diseases. Um, by doing whole genome sequencing in large numbers of people, we hope that we'll be able to identify the majority, if not all, of the genetic causes of, of diseases such as cancer. What are the most important lines of research that have developed over the past five to ten years? So in my field of research, the fall in the cost of reading genetic sequences, be that whole genomes or individual positions that we're interested in, has completely changed the type of studies that we're able to perform. Um, ten, ten years ago, in 2006, it cost over £10 million to read a human genome sequence. Today, it costs less than £2,000. So it's now economically and practically possible to read the gen genetic sequences of large numbers of people, hundreds of thousands of people, as is being done in projects such as UK Biobank and the 100,000 Genomes Project. So we know that most genetic variants confer only small risks by themselves. And we predict that in a single person, there'll be tens to hundreds of these variants that explain that individual person's cancer risk. So the only way we're going to be able to detect um, genetic variants with such small effects is by examining whole genome sequences in large numbers of people um, and following up what the function of those variants are in the lab. So seeing what those variants do to our cells. Why does your research matter? Why should we fund it? So at the moment, we don't know much about the genetic causes of gastrointestinal cancer. We know a lot more than we used to, but we still can't accurately predict which patients will go on to develop cancer. Similarly, in Barrett's esophagus, we can't predict the small minority of patients with this condition that will progress to esophageal adenocarcinoma. In my lab, we're studying large numbers of people with gastrointestinal cancers so that we can uncover many more of the genetic variants that cause these cancers and thereby improve risk prediction. My lab is also working on the function of the genetic variants that we've already shown to be associated with risk of Barrett's esophagus and esophageal adenocarcinoma, so we can understand more about the biology of these conditions. How does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? 
So the genetic variants that we find to be associated with gastrointestinal cancer can be tested for in blood samples from patients that come into clinic. So once we can identify enough of the genetic variants that cause gastrointestinal cancers, we'll be able to set up inexpensive tests to predict a patient's risk. In the clinic, this information can be used to make sure that high-risk patients are screened regularly. Any abnormal cells that are, are there get detected, they can be removed, and we can thereby reduce the number of people that go on to develop cancer. Thanks very much, Claire. Thank you.